Economics and the Spirit presents episode two of How to Be a Success Ordinary Men Living Extraordinary Lives. The podcast that explores the messy nuts and bolts behind people's success. Now, here's your host, S.B. Cole, author of The Good Man, exploring economics and the spirit. Let's go into the battlefield of the mind section. What did it feel like on your first night? Scary. You got there. I'm 13. Get off the meat wagon. And then they are told in the yard just to strip. And then they shouted at you. And then when I got into the cell, I just remember I'm in this cell. Mm-hmm. And this uh, prison guard screw looks through. And his name was Mr. Johnson. I still remember his name. He's Scottish. Mm. And he goes, Nimbard, what kind of a name is that? Um, and I, it was just scary. Yeah. So did it have a positive or negative effect that day? I think it had a positive effect while I was in there. Yeah. It had a negative effect when I came out. Because when I came out, I'd got a reputation that Peter's been in prison. And oh, then, yeah. And then... That just made me go worse because the reputation kind of enhanced my whole, I'm going to be this gangster. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So what made you start turning it around? When I went into prison for two and a half years. Okay. And how yeah. old were you then? About 16. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so whilst being in remand, uh-huh. I met David Hughes, uh-huh. who was the prison chaplain, and then he began to invite, uh, to introduce me to Jesus, uh-huh. introduce me to the Bible, I began to listen, didn't start off that way, I started off antagonising him, but he was just so gentle and so mm-hmm. patient um, mm-hmm. that he just won me over, mm-hmm. and um, went into one of his um, classes, he showed a film called Cross and Switchblade, mm-hmm. Cruz's story, that had a massive impact on my life. Mm. Um, so that was the first time I think I committed my life to Jesus. Um, I called up David in the morning, called him. He came to my cell and I, t- I told him my experience through watching that film that night. Mm. He, I invited Jesus in my life, but I had drugs problems. And then um, someone came up to see me, brought me up a half ounce or quarter ounce of black ash, marijuana, uh-huh. swallowed. It dissolved inside of me, um, completely gone for three days. Like wow. just, but then I, whilst during that coming off of that, I had an experience with God uh-huh. um, that radically, you know, convinces me up until today, thirty-three years later, mm-hmm. God is real. I had a real experience of God. Well, I recommitted my life to Him, promised Him, you know, if you get me out of here, I'll go to church. I got parole, went out. Um, Tried to go to church, but just found the church is a bit boring that I went to, mm-hmm. relevant. And then finally went to a rave one night. Yeah. And whilst at this rave, these guys bounced me. Turned around to fight them. Like, you know, push me, kind of mm-hmm. like. I went to put my jacket behind the sound system and they pushed me. 
Um, I, I had no awareness of who these guys were. I didn't even realise, actually, they were from, like, Hackney, which is, like, an enemy area, and there was okay. kind of stuff going on. So, but anyway, I someone said to me, Peter, leave it. Normally, before I went inside, if someone had done that, it would have just gone off like fire. Mm. Um, I walked away. I was a little bit more calm when I came out. Mm. Um, and then five minutes later, they did the same thing to my best friend, Michael. We were both 18 at the time. He's yeah. born after me. He responded, and um, they stabbed him in his heart five times. Oh, Lord. I jumped in, pulled him out, and he died in my arms. And... Um, yeah, that was like the final straw, I think. When that happened, like Michael died, I decided I'm just going to go somewhere and be a Christian. Because um, I realised five minutes earlier, it could have been me mm-hmm. that was dead. And then first time I'm watching someone die. Mm-hmm. So met this little old lady um, named Doris at mm-hmm. the house, Michael's house. Yeah. She was helping clean up. She invited me to church, went Sunday. It was um, Good Shepherd's Mission, uh, Bible Way Praise Mission. Went in, Pastor McFarlane was preaching, mm-hmm. praise and worship. I surrendered my life to Jesus, and that was the beginning. That wasn't the beginning. That was like the, uh, like, yeah, because I think in prison it started. Do you know what I mean? My faith started. But yeah. when... I went to that church. That's where, like, my conversion started, you know, like my change started, like, properly. So um, discipleship. So I got baptised, got filled with the Holy Spirit. That year, everything changed. Got my first ever job, passed my driving test for the first time. Been driving illegally since I was 14, so passed my driving test, got my first ever job. Mm-hmm. That year, Bible school, met my wife, um, to be that year. Mm. Um, yeah, so 1987 was a massive year of change. Huge. When mm. when you say that was the point where you actually started changing, what was that like for you? Were you filled with the Holy Ghost? What, what happened in that church that day? I don't think nothing happened in the church that day. Okay. Because I can't remember what was preached. Uh-huh. I didn't get filled that same day. Mm. So, filled like three weeks later or yeah. something like that but um there was just this feeling like i mean at the end of the service i went into the pastor's office and i said like how long has this church been here i've been searching for this i want to bring all my friends everyone needs to have this and i just you know it's like i had found home mm-hmm. you know and yeah it's like i'd found home that day and yeah that's where i went for the next how many years and got disciple Pastor McFarlane became like a father to me. Mm. Um, he just fathered me, mentored me. Um, yeah, and I started to preach, brought most of my friends to God. They all got baptized. And, wow. You know, um, yeah, the church just grew in the next two years. I think when I went there, the church was probably maybe 40, 30, 40 to 50 people. Mm. With two years, they had like 150 people. Yeah, so I'm just bringing everyone to Christ, and yeah, I just was excited about finding Christ and mm-hmm. in God that I just felt like, and all my friends need to hear this. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? I need to, need to have this. So yeah. The next episode would usually be the mountaintop episode, but with Pastor Peter, we're going to do something a little bit different. 
we're going to listen to how tragedy came to their church and how that same tragedy became part of why Ark is the church it is today, a place of solace and change for young people. Have you ever been in a place where you felt like giving up? Never, never in a place feel like giving up on God. Mm-hmm. Never since I've been saved. Um, I've never been in a place where I feel like giving up on life. Like I've never felt suicidal or wanted to take my life ever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have been at a place where I felt like giving up ministry. Not when I say ministry, I mean pastoring. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been there many times. Thanks for listening. New episodes are available every Tuesday. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on iTunes as it will help the show to grow. Finally, The Good Man, Exploring Economics and the Spirit is available on audible.com now. If it's your first book, it's free. Thanks for listening and stay blessed. Stay blessed.